Podcast for the 5th of October 2022. Happy, happy, joy, joy, happy Wednesday to you all. I'm Derek Hunter. I am your host. Thank you for downloading, sharing, telling a friend, and all that good stuff. Couldn't do it, wouldn't do it, shouldn't do it without you, actually. If you weren't listening, what would be the damn point, I tells you. But you are listening, and I appreciate the hell out of it. And you're spreading the word, which I appreciate the hell out of even more. And you're supporting the program, which I appreciate even more than that. Especially when I've got a baby, a kid's birthday party coming up. And uh, just, I got to tell you, the uh, trips to the emergency room up in Michigan, so far, uh, moderately priced. I don't know how much an emer- I don't want to know how much an emergency. I don't want to go to the emergency room ever. But it looks like each one of them is going to cost me two hundred bucks. Which I was thinking it'd be like a <laughs> thousand, to be honest with you. So there's that sense of relief. You got to come up with the six hundred bucks. But it's uh, I don't know. I was I don't know what I. I don't know what I was thinking it would cost and what insurance would carry, and I don't know if that's in-network or not. All I know is the kids are good, and that's all I really give a damn about. So, you know, phew, God bless America, right? Am I right? But you can support the show and help pay that and help buy Bailey a birthday present. If you go to patreon.com slash Derek Hunter podcast or DerekHunter.locals.com, you get extra shows, you get uh, the curse show, you get... Uh, pictures of the kids. There'll be pictures of Bailey's birthday party. I think we're going to have people over on Saturday, so you'll get to see that. And um, what else? Yeah, get to enter the contest. That's right. Megan Kelly versus Sarah Palin. It'll look at the book on the floor. Uh, autographed books. Just uh, enter. To enter, you just comment on the post with uh, which one you want to win. And if your name is drawn, you shall win it. The birthday girl will draw this week, so be nice to Bailey, maybe. Bailey, be nice to you. You never know. All right, enough of that. Let's start the show. There's a bunch of stuff going on today, and uh, you sit. I sit there and I go, where do we start? Where do we go? We've got to start with what, when I first heard it, I thought was a real problem for Republicans. And then I realized that times have changed. Times have changed dramatically. And that doesn't, uh, I don't know, it's, it's neither good nor bad. You can decide whatever you think it is. But times have definitely changed. And what do I mean by that? What I mean is we've got a situation in Georgia, the Senate race down in Georgia. Herschel Walker is the candidate. I, uh, I never thought Herschel Walker was the best candidate as far as being to, able to uh, convince voters. The best thing Herschel Walker has going for him is he's Herschel Walker in Georgia. And being Herschel Walker in Georgia is almost better than being anyone anywhere else. He, at, the, at Georgia, he was a god. Set rec- his records probably still exist to this day. He, uh, I don't know if he won him a national title or not, but he certainly was wildly popular and wildly successful down at Georgia. He's a bulldog forever, and that matters. 
And so you got, uh, you know, it's a, it's a reddish state. It's a pinkish state, really. So you got an advantage of being the Republican. The reason that they have two Democratic senators right now is because of uh, horribly run campaigns and a disengaged president of the United States that whose supporters actively discouraged people to vote in the runoff. So like sabotage almost. So the chances of taking back the seat held by Raphael Warnock is that we're good. Then suddenly, the revelations last night. Turns out the Daily Beast is reporting, now Walker denies this, that a few years ago, like a decade ago, Herschel Walker gave $700 to an ex-girlfriend to pay for an abortion. Now, it's funny seeing Democrats try and weaponize this it's kind of it's kind of funny but well you can't he's uh he paid he allegedly paid for an abortion like well does that mean that you want him to be your nominee like i don't know what you're uh what you're implying here what what are you upset about this is what you want this is your dream i guess you're mad that uh taxpayers didn't pay for it allegedly now a reminder again that Herschel Walker has denied this, so it's it's not a foregone conclusion. I don't really trust the Daily Beast, but all the lefties in the world are running with it. All the lefties in the world are running with it because well, they're horrible. Then, as a double whammy, comes Christian Walker. Christian Walker is Herschel's son from a previous marriage. He has been tweeting a whole bunch. And it's weird because um, in his bio, he says uh, Christian Walker. He's 23 years old. Most of the reporting you'd hear, you'd think he's some 15-year-old kid with a fragile psyche. The kid's 23 years old. He, uh, He lists his Twitter bio as American, and then there's the American flag. Free speech radicalist, Jeremiah 2911, business and media contact and then there's a gmail address and you're like wait a second what business and media why would you have business and media contact i don't know maybe the kid was something before i don't know but it strikes me as maybe just maybe this guy is in it for the attention do you know i believe he's gay I'm horrible at, uh, you know, I'm, I'm horrible, but I'm just saying that judging by the pictures, I think he might be gay. I don't know if he is or not. I don't really care. But he's mad at his dad. Very, very mad at his dad. So he's out there complaining about his dad on Twitter. Quote, I know my mom and I would really appreciate if my father, Herschel Walker, stopped lying and making a mockery of us. You're not a family man when you left us to bang a bunch of women, threatened to kill us, and had us move over six times in six months running from your violence. I don't care about someone who has a bad past and takes accountability, but how dare you lie and act as though you're some moral Christian upright man. You've lived a life of destroying other people's lives. How dare you? How dare you? He also said, every family member of Herschel Walker asked him not to run for office because we all knew some of his past, every single one. 
he decided to give us the middle finger and air out all his dirty laundry in public while simultaneously lying about it. I'm done. Now he's mad. He's mad at his dad, obviously. Well, what has he said about his dad in the past? Well, just a year ago. Just last June, as a matter of fact. Happy Father's Day to Herschel Walker. Three, four exclamation points. Holy cow. Thank you for all you do and for your love of our great country. Can't wait to see all you do. American flag and heart. And then there's pictures of uh, father and son. There's pictures with uh, Donald Trump. And there's pictures of Herschel Walker eating some sort of slurpy thing. Really didn't seem to have a problem with his dad. You know, I'm tired of being quiet about it. You weren't being quiet. If you, if what Christian Walker is saying, he wasn't being quiet about it. Being quiet about it is shutting up. Right? Being quiet about it is being quiet. He was an active participant in a lie. Why would he be an active participant in a lie? Was he an active participant in a lie? I don't know. But he's certainly not out there admitting that he was an active participant in a lie. He said he was sick and tired of being quiet. Why in December of 2021, not even a year ago, did he tweet a video of himself going up to his father, giving a big hug and kiss? says, had the honor of introducing my dad, Herschel Walker, last night at Mar-a-Lago. I got to preach about how authoritarian and, and horrific Democrats are, then got to hug a future senator. Perfect night. I'm so sick of being out there, being forced to be quiet. You weren't forced to be quiet on that stage, dude. I, what's going on? What is the truth? Well... We don't know, but the media doesn't need to know. You see, this is a good enough story. They're running with it. They're running with it. Because, now, Herschel Walker's ex-wife hasn't really said anything about this. Nobody else in Herschel Walker's family, as far as I know, has said anything about any of this. But they're running with it. It was the topic du jour on Morning Joe. Holy cow, you would have thought that it was the cure for cancer, the way that they... Went absolutely so crazy over this, they're wildly excited, aroused even, at the prospect of ruining a black man for the crime of wrong think. Oh, I know. What? You mean he's, he, he said more? There's more than that to it. There is more than that to it, but none of it has been proven. None of it is anything more than the random tweets from a son who clearly has some daddy issues. A son who, again, is 23 years old. It's not like, well, out of respect, we don't want to go and cut. He's an adult, okay? He's an adult. You can go ask him whatever you want. He's putting this out there. Go ask him whatever you want. Ask for something. Here's a crazy thought. Ask for some proof. And oh, by the way, whilst you're out there, while you're out there, maybe you want to, I don't know, report on what you haven't reported on about Raphael Warnock. This isn't what about ism. I don't care. They can go after Herschel Walker all they want. I just want them to go after Raphael Warnock with the same zeal, the same vim, the same vigor. They don't do it. Did you know that in the last election, Raphael Warnock's ex-wife came out and said, quote, I've tried to be very quiet about the way he is for the sake of my kids. I've tried to keep the way that he acts under wraps for a long time. Today, he crossed the line. And he's a great actor. He's a great actor. They're divorced. Ex-wife. 
not exactly the best marriage. What were the problems in their marriage? Do we know? We don't know. Why? Because the people empowered, who are employed, really, to ask that question aren't asking that question. It's weird how that works. Then you've got uh, this little doozy. I bet you didn't know this about Herschel, about uh, Raphael Warnock. Again, I'm all in favor of asking Herschel Walker any kind of questions you want to ask him, but just keep things in perspective and do some journalism on both sides. This is reported by the Washington Free Beacon in December of 2020, December 28th, 2020, which is amazing. And it's also a testament to just how awful Republican opposition research is. How, uh, the guy running against Ron Johnson up there, uh, Mandela Barnes in uh, Wisconsin or Minnesota, he has a whole bunch of radical tweets. I mean, these tweets are public. A bunch of really just insane left-wing tweets that were discovered by the local media. Republicans were taken aback by these tweets. Like, what the hell? What is your opposition research? If you can't, opposition research should run into difficulty when courts have sealed documents, when witnesses don't want to talk, when people are trying to keep something quiet. They shouldn't run into issues when they go, well, it involves just sifting through a whole bunch of tweets. Oh, I don't know. That's a bridge too far. The Democrats would go back to your birth to find out whether or not as a zygote you ever said anything that was offensive to try to destroy you. If you can't go scrolling back five or six years through somebody's Twitter feed or even think of a decent keyword search to do in their Twitter feed, you're in the wrong profession you need to get the hell out of it. Anyway, the fact that uh, this story wasn't bigger is a testament to just how awful Republicans can be when it comes to campaigning and how terrible they are at opposition research. Washington Free Beacon, Atlanta Goodman, December 28th, 2020. Among the indignities 12-year-old Anthony Washington endured at the church camp overseen by Reverend Raphael Warnock, counselors who tossed urine on him and locked him outside of his cabin overnight. Washington, now 30, recounted the events in an interview at the Washington Free Beacon and said his experience at the camp resulted in a 2003 lawsuit that ended two years later when Washington says he and his family received a large financial settlement. You know that Raphael Warnock's running a camp where kids were abused? I bet you didn't. I bet you didn't. Washington's account of the 2002 event, events provide the first direct insight into the alleged abuse and neglect that transpired at Camp Farthest Out, which Warnock oversaw as senior pastor of Maryland's Douglas Memorial Community Church and raises new questions for the Democrat who is currently vying for a Senate seat in Georgia. Yeah, too bad those questions are coming from the Washington Free Beacon and not a single news outlet in Georgia. Washington expects a prize when he was told that Warnock is currently running for the U.S. Senate in Georgia. Testament to just when I tell you, tell you people are oblivious to what's going on in their world, this is what I mean. Quote, I don't think uh, nobody like Warnock should be running for damn Senate nowhere, running a camp like that. He should not be running for government, he told the Free Beacon. <sighs> I'm all in favor of digging into Herschel Walker's past. Anybody who wants power, I don't care what party they're in, deserves to have a public colonoscopy. 
But I have a problem when one side is uh, just able to take those tests where you, you, you do your business in a box and you mail it off, you know. Uh, well, we'll check you. The other side gets a camera shoved up to the roof of their mouth. That's different. It's a major difference. It is bias. It is cheerleading. It is exactly what everything journalism professes not to be. Is Herschel Walker a perfect person? Of course, he's not. Is he a bad person? I don't know. I do know that there's a lot of reporting that suggests that Raphael Warnock is. Maybe the race down in Georgia comes down to who is the lesser of two evils. Don't know. Don't care. Don't live in Georgia. I still stand by my I support the Republican. I still stand by any Republican is better than every Democrat. We're not electing these people Pope. I would not vote for any of these people Pope. I happily voted twice for Donald Trump. And uh, neither time did I ever think that I was getting a bastion of morality and virtue. I was not getting somebody I thought, well, it'd be great if my sister married this guy. Nope. Except for maybe for the divorce settlement. I don't care what Donald Trump does in his personal life. I never did. I cared what he wanted to do as president and what he did as president. I don't care what Herschel Walker did in his personal life. And what's really funny is Democrats saying, he paid for an abortion. He paid for an abortion. Does that make him a good Democrat now? Is that what you're saying? And I believe, well, like he said, he denied it. But we are supposed to have this belief system in this country of the idea of redemption, are we not? Are we not? Having epiphanies, coming to realizations, changing opinions. Joe Biden, his whole life is, I'm the pro-life, I'm Catholic. I just, and now he's like, I want to perform abortions. That's, I, want to, I want taxpayers to pay for it, and I want to perform them. It's weird how Democrats don't really question the sincerity or have a problem with that. There's an entire possibility back, look, 2009... I, didn't re I never really had an opinion on abortion. Never really impacted my life. But uh, my attitude towards it was pretty cavalier compared to now. Just was. Just the way it was. People evolve on such things. If you don't think that that's possible, then, then actually I feel kind of sorry for you, Democrats. I don't know if this will make a difference to Republicans down in Georgia. Time will tell. But the hypocrisy needs to be pointed out. The media are just really horrible. Have I mentioned that lately? UK Daily Mail. Now, all this stuff is going on down in Georgia. Fine, fine, fine. But then there's this story. This is the longest headline. Well, it's not. A, the Daily Mail has incredibly long headlines. This is the story burning up the, uh, the Internet today. And this is what I mean when I say I'm not sure this is going to damage Herschel Walker all that much. If people are paying attention to the headline. Giselle Bündchen looks tense as she hits the gym alone in Miami following Tom Brady's return to Tampa as their 13-year marriage hangs in the balance. <laughs> that's, that's a paragraph. That's not a, now, does Giselle Bunchen look tense? No, no, she looks good. She's in workout clothes and she's talking on the phone. That's it. That's what she's... Is that tense? Maybe she's a little tense because there's some creepy dude with a telephoto lens photographing her in a parking garage. That might cause some tension. That would cause me to be a little tense. The way these stories work, God, the media is just awful. Since we're talking about awful media, just really briefly, 
It's kind of funny because down in Florida, they're still dealing with the uh, aftermath of Hurricane Ian. Obviously, they're going to be dealing with that for some time. My in-laws finally got their power back on, so it's good. Progress is being made because they were in one of the hardest hit areas. Um, But Ron DeSantis was catching hell. Allegedly, they were trying to catch him. It's amazing. At a certain point, you got to realize this stuff has to backfire, right? You just go, this is, uh, this is stupid. Maybe these petty attacks aren't going to work. They haven't worked yet. Maybe if we're even more petty. That seems to me. Here, you know what? Being petty hasn't worked. I've got an idea. Capital, a capital idea, Johnny. How about we get more petty? Oh, all right. Well, it, well it can't hurt. Yeah, all right. Well, whatever. They were going after Ron DeSantis because uh, he was wearing a Ron DeSantis fleece while touring these. You think, well, Florida, what's he wearing a fleece for? In Florida in the morning can get chilly, right? So he was walking around touring hurricane damage. I don't know how many fleeces anybody owns. I think I own, actually, I don't even know if I own one anymore. If I did, I don't know where it is. It might it might be in the closet in my office. I can't be sure. I may own a fleece. I cannot vouch for the fact that I uh, own a fleece. But I went out for my walk last night. I just wore a windbreaker because it's windbreaker weather. Down in Florida, if it drops below 75, it's sweater weather. And they're, they're writing relatives in the north, please send scarves and mittens. So the fact that Ron DeSantis would be wearing a fleece doesn't bother. It's a Ron DeSantis campaign fleece. And the left and the media, but I repeat myself, were saying what? They were saying he is wearing camp, he is campaign, he's electioneering during a disaster. How horrible. And oh my goodness, he visited a charity and he was electioneering at a charity site. Damn it, this is an awful, 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 horrible thing. Why, this is disqualifying. Can you believe any man would be so awful? I mean, aside from Hitler, that any man aside from Hitler would be so awful as to do these sorts of things. Wear a fleece with his name on it. My God. No, it was just on the the like left chest. It wasn't emboldened across the back or even across the whole thing. It's a fleece. It's a zip up. And the Crist campaign, Governor, former Governor Charlie Crist, former Congressman Charlie Crist, former Republican Charlie Crist, now running as a Democrat, because they're the only party that desperate enough to have him, was helping fan the flames of outrage. And then pictures started circulating of Charlie Crist campaign workers wearing Crist for Governor t-shirts, distributing water through a charitable organization. You're like, oh, suddenly the story goes away. It's not... And Charlie Crist does it too. And look at Charlie Crist's people actually literally doing it. It's a t-shirt. It's not a fleece. It's not a jacket. Somebody just grabbed the jacket. It is the only thing they're wearing. They can't take it off. No outrage at all. This, this, the initial outrage goes away. No reporting at all. Just the initial outrage goes away. All right. Well, we got to pretend that it's, uh, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Well, the damage is done to any extent that any damage would be done to Ron DeSantis. The original story is out there. It can't be un-out there. 
And the media isn't going to say, and Christ did it too. They're just going to say, oh, well, enough of that. It's weird how that works, isn't it? The Republican did what? The same thing the Democrat did. Oh, all right, never mind then. Well, the Republican did it story is out there. Why don't you do a Democrat did it story? I don't know. Uh, Raphael Warnock has been accused of, of really horrible things by his ex uh, You know, we don't want to drag family into this, but uh, let's go and follow Herschel Walker's kid on Twitter and find out what he's up to. Okay, we don't want to drag families into this. Huh. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yes, you do. I bet you that kid, that uh, liberal media icons and people have been bothering Herschel Walker's kid for quite some time, as a matter of fact, looking at him and saying, I bet we can break him. I bet we can break him. The media is terrible. Speaking of terrible media, Chris Hayes, host over at MSNBC. The links to which these leftists will go to deny reality is quite something to behold. It really, truly is. Chris Hayes, apropos of nothing, last night tweeted, quote, cannot overstate the degree to which gruesome surveillance footage of black people committing violent crimes has become the quasi-permanent wallpaper on Fox these days, just over and over. That's your priority? There's no concern. You notice there's never any concern from these leftists about what? About who? About the victims of violent crimes, regardless of the perpetrator. There's no concern saying, hey, uh, violent crime is wrong. Now, there was for a brief moment about a year and a half ago. Remember, it was the time. It was a crazy time. It was when Democrats could no longer deny reality and they had to acknowledge it. And they passed a non-binding, worthless resolution saying beating up old Asian ladies on the street was wrong. Screaming racial slurs at Asians on the street is wrong. And trying to murder them and shove them in front of oncoming traffic and subway cars is wrong. And that got uh, that got unanimous support. It's a big deal to Democrats. We have passed a non-binding resolution. It does literally nothing and we're quite proud of it. We have condemned hate. Ever since then, have you ever heard of any a single Democrat condemning Asian hate? Remember, that was a story. Asian hate. Asian hate. Asian hate. Then it was gone. Gone after a week. It was weird. They even had, a, I think they had an event at the White House. They had events up on Capitol Hill. They were all out there ready to stop these sorts of things. This is horrible, terrible. We must never allow for these. And then they said, all right, everybody done looking? All right, everybody's done looking. Good. <laughs> all right. Back to ignoring the hell out of that one, right? Chris Hayes, I don't think he's ever. The problem isn't the surveillance footage, Chris. The surveillance footage is the surveillance footage. The problem is what's on the footage. The camera captures what happened. It didn't make what happened happen. These are usually hidden surveillance cameras that aren't really out there just in case somebody comes along and messes a business. That's why it's not perfectly framed in the shot when the old Asian lady is decked from behind by the six-foot-tall dude. Or when somebody rolls up on somebody and just shoots them. That's why it's not perfectly framed. You know, you can't yell cut. We're going to have to do that again. Can you light this better? But you notice Chris Hayes is worried 
about what he perceives the impression to be rather than any of the victims in those videos. Couldn't give a damn about any of those victims. He has a television show. Has he ever talked about the actual problem with crime? No. He talks about how uh, too many people are in prison. There are far too many people. Well, I would posit, Chris, that the prevalence of surveillance videos of anybody, of any flavor of human being, beating holy hell out of random people on the sidewalks or shooting them or shoving them into traffic or what have you, the mere existence of that many videos, even one of those videos, would be exhibit A in my case that we in fact do not have enough people in prison. Because that dude, that dude being the dude in every one of these videos, needs to be in prison. I understand that is the antithesis of it. The Democrats, again, I said it yesterday, it's bears repeating in case people weren't listening or didn't listen, which you should every day because you never know when there's going to be a quiz. The idea that there is this school-to-prison pipeline. It's a horrible school-to-prison pipeline. Can you believe the school-to-prison pipeline? Well, what do Democrats control? They control the schools. If there is this vacuous hole sucking these children into it that shoots them right to prison, maybe we should say, why the hell are you doing? They're always worried they want to shut down the prisons. We need to shut down the prisons. John Fetterman Frankenstein up in Pennsylvania wants to release one-third of all the prisoners in the state's penitentiaries. Why? Because he's an idiot. Because Democrats see the problem with society is society, not the criminal element in society. And they want to return the criminal. Plus, they, they want to they view those people as voters, right? That's a Democrats priority is making sure that criminals can vote. They want to make sure that prisoners can vote while they're in prison. A case can be made for restoring voting rights. But a case cannot be successfully and convincingly made for opening a precinct in Sing Sing. But that's what they're pushing for. It's what Bernie Sanders wants. They're trying to say, we'll let you out. Empower us. We'll let you out. Victims, families, nah, they don't care about that. They're not going to get the victims' families' votes. They'll get the perps votes. They'll get the perps families votes. They'll maybe get the perp gang members votes too. Why the hell not? It's worth a shot. They're already trying to import millions of new voters for themselves in the future, putting that in their back pocket. They'll do anything except do anything to convince current Americans and current voters that they are the best. They're trying to expand the gene pools. It's shocking. I tell you, I'd love to hear what Chris Hayes thinks of these videos, aside from the fact that he doesn't like their existence. I assume he doesn't like their existence because he says surveillance footage of black people committing violent crimes. It's racist to report actual surveillance footage. I've seen surveillance footage of white people or Hispanic people committing horrible crimes. Chris doesn't seem to notice that because his radar does not pick up on such things. It's not his priority. He's got an agenda. It's over at MSNBC. This is how they roll. This is, this is their shtick. Just rather pathetic that he doesn't care 
about the victims of violent crimes. When was the last time Chris Hayes covered a murder? And that's the one thing you can say about Tucker relative to what goes on at MSNBC, what passes for journalism at MSNBC, what passes even for commentary at MSNBC. If there's a local story that's particularly egregious, Tucker will draw attention to it. I don't know if there's a local story that Chris Hayes will draw attention to it. I don't know. I don't think there is. I don't think he cares. I don't think they care. There'll likely be segments on television tonight because Kanye West wore a uh, a shirt that says White Lives Matter on the back of it. And that was the pro- White Lives Matter. How dare he wear something that says White Lives Matter? Why? What's the problem? The, why is why is it a problem that White Lives Matter shirt? Well, because white lives don't matter to the left. Black lives don't matter either. They they preside over the wholesale slaughter of 99% of black people. Don't say a word about it. Pretend it doesn't exist. But they can make political hay and tens of millions of people, a lot of people got rich off Black Lives Matter. And they declared white lives matter to be racist. How? Why? There's no, the Anti-Defamation League has declared it to be. Why? Because they don't like it doesn't fit their narrative they're not they're leftists so you get the new york times kanye west wears a as a fashion show in in paris kanye west wears a shirt that says white lives matter to it and the fashion review it's a fashion this is tagged a fashion review from paris from fashion week by somebody called vanessa friedman their fashion reporter the headline is there's no excuse for yees meaning kanye west Yee's White Lives Matter shirt. Huh? Not from Yee, not from his new YZY Yeezy collection. That's the headline. He wore White Lives it's a fashion it's a fashion review. Except they don't review the fashion, they review the words. Except this leader, this is well down in the story. Except this leader was wearing an oversized t-shirt with a photo of Pope John Paul II and the word Segurmas Latin, blah blah. We will follow your example in Latin. On the front and white lives matter on the black on the back. A phrase that the Anti Defamation League has called hate speech and attributed to white supremacists, including Ku Klux Klan, who began using it in two thousand fifteen in response to Black Lives Matter. The shirt was impossible to miss because as he spoke, Yee's image was projected behind him on a wall four stories high. I'm so sorry that this happened to you. It's just horrible. Later, the shirt appeared as part of the collection modeled by Soleil Marley, the daughter of Lauren Hill and granddaughter of Bob Marley. How horrible. How horrible. Oh, my God. White lives matter. Kanye West later went on to point out how hypocritical and fraudulent Black Lives Matter was that it was just a gimmick. It was just a scam. They don't like that on the left. They don't like it when Toto pulls back the curtain and shows the little man behind there pulling all the levers and controlling the smoke machine. It's weird how that works, isn't it? Very weird how that works. UK Daily Mail story, another one of their specials with an exceedingly long headline. 
Kanye West sparked outrage on Tuesday after dismissing Black Lives Matter, the social media created to, a social movement created to protest social and racial injustices aimed at his own community. His own community. Don't you learn your place, black man. Get back to your community. Gotta love these white reporters. The rapper and designer slammed the global cause on Instagram, where he commands more than 17 million followers after wearing a provocative White Lives Matter sweater at his surprise easy fashion show in Paris on Monday evening. <laughs> Opting for white uppercase lettering on a stark black background and addressing followers in past tense, West wrote, quote, everyone knows Black Lives Matter was a scam. Now it's over. You're welcome. <laughs> the outspoken star appeared to be reinforcing a lack of faith in the cause, which has developed a reputation for staging mass street protests regarding the perceived mistreatment of ethnic minorities around the world. Now they've developed a reputation for raising just a ton of money and then disappearing that money and responding to any queries as to, hey, what happened to that giant pile of money that was sitting over there? And they respond to that with, well, you're a race. that's a racist question. No, no, you had a you had a giant pile of money over there. What happened? You got, how'd you get five houses? Where'd that come? Shut up, racist. <laughs> uh, there is no bottom. There is no bottom for the left to hit, ladies. And you think they can't go any lower. Oh, they'll break out a backhoe. They will break out a backhoe and dig deeper, ever, ever deeper. I want to shift gears now and draw attention to something that if you have children, if you're thinking of had, having children, if your children have children, this, could, this is targeted to them. Planned Parenthood. It's really a, a disgusting organization, a for-profit wholesale slaughterhouse for human beings. Really, that's what it is. They make their money from abortion. Period. End of story. Oh, we give women's health care. Go there and try and get a pap smear. Go there and try and get a mammogram. They don't do cancer screening. They do what is referred to in the business as referrals. Oh, no, no, we don't do those. We refer you to another doctor. Oh, so I have to go to you to go to another doctor. Well, you don't have to. Um, you have to pay your office visit copay and, and whatever we charge for an office visit. Then, uh, then we'll tell you we can't do anything for you. Go someplace else. Now, if you want prenatal care, they also don't do that. If you're pregnant and you know, it's Planned Parenthood and you've planned your parenthood and you're, you're ready to go, and you say, well, you know, I want to know which, which foods to eat and what I should avoid and what I shouldn't avoid, uh, Planned Parenthood can't help you. They don't do that. They, I know the name is very misleading, Planned Parenthood. But it's really a one-trick pony. It's a one-stop shop for... It's like uh, going to the uh, the muffler store and saying, you know what, I'd like the timing change. Well, we don't do that. We just do mufflers. Planned Parenthood, except if the tire store was... or the muffler store was called, we fix everything on cars. And you go, all right, hey, uh, there's a knock in the engine. We don't do that. We just deal with the muffler. Well, wait a second. It's a, I know what the name is. But it's you know it's good for foot traffic. It's good for walk-in customers. That's what we that's what we're going for. And it worked because it got you in here. So hey, there you go. Welcome. That sort of thing. That's what Planned Parenthood is. There's no planned. There's nothing to do with Parenthood. It's Prevent Parenthood, right? Just call it Prevent Parenthood. Prevent Parenthood. 
They don't they don't want to help you have a kid. They can't help you have a kid. Don't take my word for it, ladies and gentlemen. As with everything, simply do a basic internet search and look for uh, I think it was live action did a whole montage of calling uh, Planned Parenthood offices across the country and saying, hey, I want to get, come in and get some prenatal care. And they go, well, we don't do that. What are you talking about? And then they say, oh, they did another one. I want to get some, uh, I want to get a mammogram. We don't do that. We don't do any cancer screening. What we'll do is we'll tell you where you can go. And if you want to have a kid, we'll tell you where you can go. And you, you can guess where they're going to tell you where you can go. It's not me. Check my work. I encourage it. Unlike someone like a Chris Hayes, unlike most people on the left, actually, I can't think of anybody on the left who does encourage the checking of their work. I encourage you to check my work. Don't take my word for it. It's a good starting off point. And then from there, I encourage you to go down the rabbit hole that is the Internet and you will find that I am true. And you might even find even more information than I am able to convey in the confines of this program. You might, as they say, have your mind expanded. And that's a good thing, especially if you're a liberal. I understand that's the antithesis of everything you've been taught to to think and know. And so it's going to be scary. Baby steps. Your first foray into uh, fact-checking. It's got to be a lot like watching a baby giraffe try to stand up on a sheet of ice. But you know what? I have faith in you. You can do it. You can do it. Anyway, back to Planned Parenthood. They are recognizing that there's a fight going on. See, Planned Parenthood is always the abortion, the tip of the abortion spear. That's what they care about. That's what they prioritize. That's their bread and butter. But there are other things going on in the left-wing cause, and that leaves them, since they are obsessed with abortion, leaves them on the sidelines. They're focused on abortion. Now, abortion is the Democrats' game plan this election. But Planned Parenthood recognizes that there's money in other things, too. And they want a piece of that action. Boy, howdy, they, they're like the mafia. They see somebody getting their beak wet over there, and they say, I want to get my beak wet too. What do I got to do to get my beak wet? So they are now venturing into the trans game. Ladies and gentlemen, the trans game. Call it the tuck rule. They are coming in, and they are going in full force. Because I also think that Planned Parenthood recognizes that if the left has their way and gender doesn't mean anything and all these puberty, they're putting puberty blockers in the uh, in the water supply. There's going to be fewer pregnancies for them to terminate. So they got to branch out. They got to find another way, another revenue stream, if you will. You hear this all the time in business. We've got to constantly be growing our business. Like, we made a hundred. We make a hundred million dollars a month. Yes, but we've got to grow, so the stock will go up. Oh, all right. It's weird how the left hates business but then uses the business model in just about everything they do. Anyway, this Planned Parenthood has now jumped into the deep end of the pool on the trans issue. They put out a video for kids, for teenagers, for youngsters who have yet to begin puberty. Let that sink in, whatever age that settles on in your mind. Who have yet to begin puberty telling them, come to Planned Parenthood, we can stop it from happening. That's right. We want to be 
They want to corner the market on puberty blockers, which is just a, a sickness. These people need to be kept away from children. They need to be really destroyed, perfectly honest with you. Listen to this Planned Parenthood. It's the, there's a cartoon that goes along with it. Um, this video from Planned Parenthood saying, we'll give you puberty blockers. There's no one-size-fits-all puberty experience. If you're trans, intersex, or non-binary, know that you're not the only one feeling confused. For some intersex people, puberty may start later than age 14. You might experience some of puberty's changes and not others, and your body may or may not go through puberty on its own. There are medicines you can take to help your body start the process, like hormone replacement therapy. Some people decide on hormones or surgeries to help their bodies match up to their gender identity or how they feel inside about themselves. Your gender identity is real. You should be the one to decide what changes you want to make to your body. If you're transgender or non-binary, you may find that your puberty experiences don't line up with your gender identity or how you see yourself. That feeling can be uncomfortable, scary, and stressful. If that sounds like you, know that you're not alone. There are medicines you can take to delay puberty for a while. They're called puberty blockers, and they work like a stop sign by halting the hormones testosterone and estrogen that cause puberty changes like facial hair growth and periods. Puberty blockers are safe and can give you more time to figure out what feels right for you, your body, and your gender identity. You don't have to have all of the answers right now. So remember, it's all a work in progress, and it may take time to figure out what feels right to you, but talking to a trusted adult and a nurse or doctor may help. Want to learn more? Go to PlannedParenthood.org slash teens. Yeah, go to PlannedParenthood.org slash teens. Nobody should tell you what to do with your body, 13-year-old. Come to us and we'll give you drugs. Come to us. We won't tell your parents. We'll put you in touch with a trusted adult, which is to say, you know, wink, wink, trusted adult. We got your back. We already know where this is going. We'll put you in touch with a doctor who performs trans surgeries on children. Gender-affirming care. Yeah, I'm sure they're really, really super interested in trying to figure out what it might be that's bothering you in your life, and it's most likely not your, your gender. But they'll go, hey, you know what? What we could do is we could give you this shot, you take these pills, and all your problems go away. All your problems go away. It'll be wonderful. What are you waiting for? Just one little pill. One little pill. And everything will go away. And don't worry, you can just postpone puberty for as long as you want. Yeah. Forget that there really aren't that many long-term studies on what the use of puberty blockers do to the body long-term. And what is known is that it ain't good. Just go ahead. Don't tell your parents. Blech. Am I right, ladies and gentlemen? I'm sorry, girls and boys. Or, I'm sorry, Z's and Zems, or whatever the hell you go by. Isn't that right? Now, just make sure that you come to Planned Parenthood, and you don't have to tell your parents anything. But before you come to Planned Parenthood, make sure you sneak into your parents' wallet and steal their Blue Cross card or whatever it is. Because we gots to get paid, okay? We gots to get paid. And then we will make sure that they have no say in anything you do, because they won't even know about it. Once, you know, your your facial hair starts growing in, they might have some questions uh, for their young daughter. But you know what? By then, it'll probably be too late. Honestly, I don't know how cults work. I've never been recruited by a cult. I guess 
should I say that or catch hell for it? Whatever you believe, I don't care. But I have filled out those personality questionnaires from the Scientologists. And I did spend one of my birthdays at the Pontiac Silverdome uh, for a uh, Jehovah's Witness retreat revival thing or whatever. It was like a four-day thing. It was my birthday and I was dating a girl who was... Well, her parents, her mother really was a Jehovah's Witness. She wasn't. But as long as we were in high school and as long as she lived under their roof and blah, blah, blah... So I went with them on my birthday, and uh, it didn't take. But it was interesting because now when your Jehovah's Witness comes to the door, and they, you know, they're, very, they're always very nice, and they give the spiel, and I say, you know, wait a second, I've been to whatever this is, and apparently every state has them, and I've been to that before, and you know, I'm very familiar with all of this stuff, uh, a watchtower and awake and all that, and it's just not for me. And they're very nice, and they go away. So. I don't have to. I remember my mom used to pretend not to be home when the Jehovah's Witnesses would come, and I'd answer the door because I knew what Jehovah's Witnesses believed. It's like it's okay, mom. They're not going to. Hurt. They don't. They don't have laser eyes that make you into a Jehovah's Witness. You're safe. Your your Catholicism is safe, ma. But uh, yeah, I don't know what it is to be recruited by a cult, but I imagine it's something like this. And it starts young. It's the cigarette company model. We've got to hook them while they're young. We've got to get them while they're young. First one's free, kid. Come to Planned Parenthood. Don't tell your parents. We don't want to tell your parents if you have to have a, an abortion. We don't want to tell your parents if we want to get... They just want to emancipate every teen who wants to avail themselves of their services. Probably not their kids. They probably want to know what their kids are up to, provided they had any kids that they... multiple abortions didn't botch their womb and make it impossible for them to get pregnant. But otherwise, they don't want you to have a say or even know what's going on with your parents. And they're right there in the video line. You can postpone. You can do this. You can do that. And it'll just be wonderful. And you can align with your own gender identity. And you sit there and you go, if I even caught one of these people talking to my kids, I, I would... I don't know. I would be in jail right now. It would be unpretty. It would be surveillance video that Chris Hayes would be absolutely frothing at the mouth to play on his television show. That's what he's like. Oh, give me that surveillance. Let's put that on. You know how we got these boxes all over this screen? Just put that in its own box on a constant loop. Chris Hayes would be ecstatic to show that. And you know what? Quite frankly... I'd be cool with it, too. If you uh, you come at my kids, that's what you get. Florida's Governor DeSantis said yesterday is a Second Amendment state. I am a Second Amendment dad that's when you come to messing with my kids. So I probably use my fists on you, but I bust your eye socket pretty good. Just, can you imagine this organization? I imagine Planned Parenthood literally is sitting there going, we could be looking at a downturn in the number of pregnancies as everybody slowly becomes asexual. We got to find another business model. And you go, this is a smart way to do it. It'd be like if McDonald's invested in elastic waist pants back in the 70s. You know what? I see this as a hand-in-hand growth industry. As the left continues to pervert and pollute the minds of children to create something that doesn't exist, there's going to be more of it because there are just some people 
who will, some kids will fall for it because of the adults pitching them on it. And some of these adults pushing their own kids into this garbage. And you say, you know what? If we can get ahead of this curve, I can't wait for the first trans Barbie. Mark the date. I guarantee you, let's see, it's, 2000, it's, it's October 2022. By the middle of next year, going out on a limb, I'm gonna put it, I'd put it even shorter, but by the middle of next year, there will be a trans Barbie. I don't know if Barbie will transmission, transition, transmission, will transition, or if Ken will, or if Skipper, or any of the other ones, or they'll just create a new character. But now they've got like a gay Peppa Pig character. It's either Peppa Pig or Bluey. I can't. I think it's Peppa. I got it. Gay Peppa. Like none of the other parents are like doing it, but for some reason they got to have this in there. They got to throw it in there. They got to indoctrinate the kids. The left will never stop on their own they'll never be decent on their own they'll never leave kids alone on their own they have to be forced to do every little bit of it it's time to start forcing here's a story about peppa just so you know it's relatively new it's from september 7th oh god The, the left just can't leave anything alone can't leave anything alone Loved by preschool audiences in the UK, US, Australia. This is from the BBC. Australia and Latin America, Peppa Pig is arguably one of the most recognizable and popular cartoon animals in the world. Auf dem Welt. It is perhaps no wonder, then, that the program's decision to introduce its first same-sex couple has made waves. Oh, why? Why? They don't show a mommy pig and daddy pig getting it on. There's no episode where George is scarred by the noises he heard through the wall or walking in on on an unlocked door and and horrified. They don't bring it in there. It is wildly innocent about riding your bicycle and, I don't know, learning lessons of how to be nice to people. During the episode uh, titled Families, which first aired on Tuesday on Channel 5 in the UK, where Peppa is made, the eponymous character was introduced to friend Penny Polar Bear's mothers. While drawing a portrait of her family, Penny explained, quote, I lived with my mummy and my other mummy. One mummy is a doctor and one mummy cooks spaghetti. The program, created by British animators, blah, 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 has been running since 2004, and it's the first time in its 18-year history a same-sex couple has been featured. Oh, finally, representation. Well, if your life is so pathetic that you need representation in a pig cartoon, might I suggest you don't have much of a life? They don't really stress the mommy and daddy aspect of any of the other characters. Daddy's in there and there's mommies they do adventures but there is no hey now everybody let's go to the uh, key party over at danny dog's dad's house it's not how it works but now they've got to do this because now kids are going to go what does this mean what does it mean it means that animators are running out of ideas it means that animators are putting politics ahead of educating you kids or even entertaining you kids. It means that they want to indoctrinate you into a left-wing orthodoxy. Now, this is saying, I'm saying this as somebody who doesn't care what anybody does in the privacy of their own home or in public or with their own lives. You just don't do it in front of kids. But you've got to do it in front of kids. It's empowering. It's emboldening. It's political. It's disgusting. And it probably should never happen 
Since we're talking about the trans issue, this story from the uh, Daily Wire, Luke Rosiak over there, it is um, another example. The left is trying to usurp your rights as a parent, everybody's rights as a parent. They want the government. Look, government is the giver of all good. The government is the giver of all life. This is why I'm opposed to school breakfast, lunch, and dinner programs. All right, you need some help with lunch, fine, but it should be stigma-inducing. You should be, you know, willing to get up and go, you know what, I'm going to make you a bowl of cornflakes or oatmeal in the morning. You can do that pretty damn cheap. And then I'm going to I'm gonna make you a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. You can do that pretty cheap. You can even make two of them pretty damn cheap, even with Biden's inflation. But instead, you're teaching kids what? You're teaching kids that good things come from government. Don't come from the fam- families for suckers. And yeah, you're not reaching the majority of kids. You're reaching a distinct minority of kids, a small group of kids with degenerate parents who aren't worth a damn. Those are the kids, you know, frankly, we should be talking about. Maybe we should be removing them from the home, to be honest with you. Oh, did you say it? Yeah, I did. I did. It should be looked at. But if you're sitting there and you're going, oh, you got to make, uh, don't worry, you get up, you go to school and they'll give you breakfast. And don't worry, they'll give you lunch too. And if you stick around, they'll give you dinner. And they'll open in the summer months so you can go in for breakfast and lunch and maybe dinner then too. I don't have to do anything as a parent. You just stay out of my way. Don't knock over my beer. And we'll be just fine, all right? We'll be just fine. And what do the kids learn? The kids learn that the care the love that they need, the attention that they need, the necessities of life don't come from family. They don't come from parents. They aren't, don't have anything to do with that. It comes from government. It comes from government. That's what government wants. That's what Democrats want. Good things flow from government. Because then when you become an adult, what do you do? You're looking with that mentality. You look to government to solve your problems. You don't have the skills, thanks to a horrible, piss-poor education system. You have not been outfitted with the tools necessary to form logical thoughts and therefore take care of yourself. So you look to government to take care of you. And there's government willing to take care of you, except they don't really take care of you. They give you just enough. Just enough. They don't teach you how to swim. They teach you how to tread water. There's a difference between... Tre- they give you a little floaty, a little arm floaty there, and that'll keep your head above-ish water. You can at least get up and get some air every once in a while, but they're not going to teach you how to swim. They're not going to give you a raft to climb. It might be on. You might be able to reach higher from a raft. You need to be just enough. They might even keep you below water, but give you a snorkel. All right. Yeah, you're three feet below water, but you got a four foot snorkel so you can breathe. I don't know what you're complaining about. Stop complaining. We're taking care of you. We love you. We're the government. Government loves you. It's uh, it's an oxymoron, of course. But that's what they want to instill in people. Remember the uh, walkout in Virginia last week? Oh, they got all these kids to skip school. Congratulations, you you encourage kids to skip school. That's really kind of easy to do. And if you get a bunch of kids walking out of school, you're going to get a whole bunch more kids walking out of school. Why? Because it's the hip thing to do. Nobody wants to be the square nerd sitting in class 
learning geometry while everybody else is outside having fun. But I promise you that none of the girls who walked out really want to be showering next to a dude in gym class. I promise you that. But they were out there. Also, they had the peer pressure of, what do you mean you're not going to walk out to protest for trans? Are you opposed? Do you hate trans people? Are you a transphobe? How many kids want to have that conversation? They all know they'll be accused of it if they don't go out, so they go out. And then what happens? The activists go, we got thousands of children to walk out of school. So what? Go to that same school with an ice cream truck and say, everything is free for the next five minutes. Announce it on a speaker loud enough to be heard inside the school and see how many children you get to walk out and protest and whatever. They'll come out. Nobody wants to be the one who doesn't. It wasn't an accomplishment, but of course it's being spun as an accomplishment. I saw a report, I think it was from NBC. 17,000 children across Virginia walked out. How do you have that number? We don't have that number. They didn't verify that number. That number came from the group that organized the protest. Just like the groups that say, tomorrow we're going to have people in, uh, at uh, 200 different protest sites across the country protesting for a $15 minimum wage. And the media goes, people in two, uh, 200 locations protesting. Really? Really? Have you, have you seen footage from more than three of them? Really? Have you, have you seen footage from more than three of them? Because that'd be pretty big. That's two per state. Somebody would notice them. Have you ever seen one of them in person? No? Then maybe you're being lied to. But then again, when you want to hear the lie, when you want to believe that you look good in those jeans, nothing else matters. I look good in this shirt. No, no you don't. What? I'm sorry, you don't. You got a beer gut. It's over, dude. All right? Hit the gym. You want to look good in that shirt? Hit the gym, Okay. Daily uh, Wire, a Virginia pro-trans group with Democratic ties, says it will help gender-confused students leave their families and, quote, rehome them with new queer-friendly guardians instead. Materials, internal materials obtained by the Daily Wire. It's not enough. It's never enough for the left. You've got to understand that. It is never, ever enough for the left complete capitulation as long as you still have a breath in your body or a thought in your head will never be enough the pride liberation project which also says it can give money to students who ran away run away and hide from their parents garnered glowing headlines on september 27th when it organized a high schoolers high schoolers to walk out of class to protest a draft policy saying that schools should not hide a student's gender transition from their parents. Though billed as being an organic group of high schoolers, taking the lead in the materials was Aaron, spelled A-A-R-Y-A-N, Rawla, R-A-W-A-L, a college student who worked for a Virginia Democrat lawmaker, state lawmaker. It's weird. Oh, this is totally grassroots, except for, you know, the logistics, the idea, the support, the, the planning, everything else is totally grassroots. What, what do you mean it's grassroots? Nothing. 
But materials from the group's internal message board shows that its plans go much further than a walkout. A resources for out, outed students create channel created by Rawl said the group would help children run away from their parents and arrange for them to be placed in new queer-friendly guardians. Boy, what could possibly go wrong there, huh? Sexually confused because of these groups' children being placed with adults. That mm, I wouldn't say that this is the complex and, complex and elaborate grooming organization ever conceived of, but it probably is. It certainly has that potential. That lovely? Quote, we're creating this channel as a way for everyone to understand the mutual aid and support resources the PLP has uh, available for outed and in-crisis students. For full transparency, this channel is to uh, to uh, out, outed students who are facing familial rejection and need to leave their home for another reason, or need to leave their home for another reason. In the event you need to leave your home, you we can provide you with emergency housing for supportive, queer-friendly adult with the with a queer-friendly adult. Please note this adult will likely be white. Ew. Ew, you had to go and ruin it. It was all set to go, and then with another with another white person. Ew. The left is the left is the left is the left always. This is so important. We must rescue these ch- But we're placing them with too many white people. Maybe they should stay home. Which is it? Can't be both. Quote, we may, be, we may not be able to provide you with that housing the same night, but we anticipate that we can secure someone to take you in within one to two days, and we will work with other supportive adult organizations in the region to find you someone who can provide you a kind and affirming home, he added. Isn't that lovely? An affirming home, that's what the left does. It's gender-affirming care. It's not genital mutilation is gender affirming care that's what the muslim world got wrong genital mutilation no 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 it's it's gender affirming care well she doesn't uh she doesn't seem to be declaring herself to be a man you don't understand she's expressed this privately we are we're very open-minded we are performing gender affirming care maybe against her will um, but you know what? That's what she gets for uncovering her head. And the left would be very confused. They'd be wildly confused going, well, we don't like this, but if we call that gender or genital mutilation, then we got to admit that what we're advocating for here is genital mutilation. What do we, what do, we do? And they all will go, that's on, that what they're doing is on the other side of the planet. We can just like we ignore the fact that they kill gay people in in a large chunk of the Middle East, and we can talk about how home, we can say the United States is like the worst place in the world to be gay. It's so homophobic. It's just awful. It's just awful. It's awful. Even though like eighty two percent of characters in popular culture are gay now, but it's just horrible and horrible. And we can ignore them throwing gay people off the roofs over there in Iran. So, yeah, we can just pretend that this didn't happen. We'll just hope nobody asks. And if any reporter accidentally asks, we'll pull them aside and say, hey, you know what? You can't ask that question. And they'll understand because they're on the team. 
We're all on the same team. <laughs> the group, which raises money using the Democratic Party platform Act Blue, said it can also provide significant money to youth who want to leave their parents. Quote, we can pay for Ubers, Lyfts, and other passes if you need to leave immediately. Some students or adults may also be able to come get you individually, they wrote. In the short term, we can provide you with a couple of hundred dollars immediately. We can send this to you through Venmo or Zeal. Please note that it will say the money comes from PLP account, but we, uh, but we, we may be able to change the name if needed. They're really doing everything they can to try and hide as much as they possibly can. They're trying to usurp parental authority. It's a woman's body. It's her choice. Well, What about these kids? Kids can't take an aspirin. Kids can't be thought of as responsible adults. Kids can't go see an R-rated movie, but they can declare themselves to be an opposite gender. Hmm? We can also set up a dedicated Act Blue fundraising page for you and get allies to donate. In the past, this has led to thousands of dollars in donations. All of this money is yours. Well, now I just want to go through the motions. I want to test this theory. I'm a trans, I'm a little teapot, I'm a lumberjack, and I'm okay. Can we do this? Can we get this? It also promises to falsify documentation to hide a minor's activities from their parents. The section titled Covers Slash Alibis said, quote, If you attend an event or protest, we can work with you to craft a valid, non-queer reason for you to have been there. Sometimes this may be a bit challenging, but we use official-sounding, non-queer-related email addresses, email addresses from prestigious universities and other resources. You can't just get a harvard.edu email address. That was the entire premise of Facebook's birth. It's exclusive, but you can have somebody send an email from one if and you got, like, I don't know, professors, administrators on their uh, payroll, on the board. David Gordon, head of the Virginia Project, a conservative group that has tracked ideology in schools, said helping confused teens leave their families is dangerous. Quote, it is irresponsible and reckless to the extreme to be doing this with other people's kids. The way this operation works is nearly identical to sex trafficking. Yes, it is. The left knows all about that. Maybe the, maybe Hunter Biden is an advisor to this group. I guarantee you there is a ton of money in this. There is a ton of money in this. The left will be throwing money, heaving money, and running and scrambling in your state to create a very... Similar, if not exact, same event. Quote, we anticipate that we can secure someone to take you within one to two days. Remember that. We can take, get somebody to take you within one to two days. We'll find a gay-friendly environment for you to go into with an adult. What could go wrong? Are there going to be some good adults signing up for this? Of course. Are there going to be some bad adults signing up to help, quote-unquote help? Of course. What do you think uh, the faith level of the screening process is for this group for these safe, quote-unquote, homes? Zero. Zero. There will be no screening process. What are you going to do? How would you verify it? What would you do? Crime 
is no longer a crime. Committing crimes is no longer a crime in the eyes of the left. So if you have a criminal record, you're a victim of society, not some sort of creepy pervert. You can't ask anybody any questions about whether or not they're genuinely sincere because then to question their gender identity in any way, shape, or form is a hate crime. You have to go on the honor system. You have to take their word for it. What could possibly go wrong with this? Everything could possibly go wrong with this. Not to mention the fact that a Democratic Party arm, an appendage, maybe not an arm, but an appendage, is now actively, openly advocating for children, underage children, children, to leave their homes. They create discord. They tell these kids, your parents are never going to accept you. Be afraid. Watch out. They're going to try to hurt you. And then they come in with the whammy, but don't worry, I can protect you. We will protect you. Maybe this is how cults recruit. Sure as hell sounds like it would work. So along these same lines, there's a uh, Christopher Rufo, Manhattan Institute. He's been at the cutting edge of drawing attention to the critical race theory and all of this gender garbage and everything in schools. So breaking, the American Medical Association is asking big tech and the Department of Justice to censor, deplatform, investigate, and prosecute journalists who question the orthodoxy of radical gender surgeries for minors, arguing that public criticism is, quote, disinformation. Here is the uh, letter. He's posted the letter written by the AMA to the Attorney General of the United States of America. It is signed by the American Academy of Pediatrics, the American Medical Association, and the Children's Hospital Association. Man, there's a lot of money involved in this. In paragraph three in this letter to Merrick Garland, the Attorney General of the United States, and thank God he is not a Supreme Court justice, all right. Those coordinated attacks threaten federally protected rights to health care for patients and their families. These attacks are rooted in an intentional campaign of disinformation. There are few high-profile users on social media who share false and misleading information targeting individual physicians and hospitals, resulting in a rapid escalation of threats, harassment, and disruptions of care across multiple jurisdictions. Our organizations have called on technology companies to do more to prevent this practice on digital platforms. And we now urge your office to take swift action to investigate and prosecute all organizations, individuals, and entities responsible. End quote. What are they doing? What are these people, these evil monsters doing? Well, I am among them. Is, is we are taking the words of liberals and saying, hey, these are the words of liberals. The uh, Libs of TikTok account is amongst one of the most hated groups here, out there. They really are. Uh, for taking the literal, it's, it's what the left does. Here's what, here's a, we posted a video saying this, that, and the other thing. And you know what Libs of TikTok does? They say, here's a video of these people talking. And what happens? Those people go, oh, my God, they're using my words against me. No, no, they didn't edit your words. It's the entirety of the video you posted. 
You wanted the world to see it, but you wanted only a certain part of the world to see it. Now the rest of the world is seeing it recoiling in horror because you're horrible, awful people. It's terrible what you're advocating. Maybe if you have a problem with the rest of the world finding out what you want to do when you don't think anybody else is looking, maybe you shouldn't be doing it, right? Maybe you shouldn't be doing it. There's another Twitter account inside the classroom. It's E-I-T-C underscore official. They are putting out a lot of these videos too. The American Medical Association, the Children's Hospital Association, and the American Academy of Pediatrics want to criminalize that. They want them prosecuted. For what? For saying, hey, look over there at those people trying to get attention for what they have to say. Listen to them. What? No, that's a hate crime. How dare you draw attention to that? (laughs) From Boston to Akron to Nashville to Seattle, children's hospitals, academic health systems, and physicians are being targeted and threatened for providing evidence-based health care. What's the evidence? This field of so-called science is about 20 seconds old. Where is the evidence? Where is the long-term study on the effects of hormone blockers on children? Where is that? Where's the puberty blockers? Well, we don't have them. Oh, it's, but it's evidence-based. Well, what is the evidence? That Democrats are happy at the end of the day? These attacks are not only may, have not only made it difficult and dangerous for institutions and practices to provide this care, they have also disputed many other services or disrupted many other services to families seeking care. In one hospital, a new mother was prevented from being with her preterm infant because the hospital's neonative intensive care unit was on lockdown due to a bomb threat. Who's calling a bomb threat into a uh, a neonatal unit? Might it certainly doesn't sound like a right wing conspiracy to me. Maybe it's Planned Parenthood going, ah, the ones that got away. We'll get them. Let's get them. <laughs> Children's hospitals across the nation have substantially increased security. In addition to working with local and federal law enforcement, both on their main hospital campuses as well as across their ambulatory delivery sites in order to ensure the safety of patients. Children's hospitals and their medical staff continue to face increased threats via social media, including to their personal accounts, coupled with harassing emails, phone calls, and protesters at healthcare sites. Well, I remember when the left was all in favor of people showing up at people's homes to protest, right? And their work, they're not going to their, uh, just, they're not even going to their homes. They're not claiming, they're doing it at their work. Supreme Court justice can't have a moment's peace at their home. They are monsters. They said the Constitution matters. They are to be uh, hunted down and threatened everywhere they go. But a doctor willing to butcher permanently a 12-year-old and their sex organs in their body, they are heroes worthy of protection. The First Amendment be damned. The psyche, the fragile psyche of these kids in the minds of these advocates is something to behold. Might I posit that perhaps, just perhaps, they should, if these people are this fragile, if they truly, truly are this fragile, that this energy should be perhaps spent on trying to toughen them up a little bit, trying to help them get to the root of the cause that they, why are you so devastated at what people you'll never meet think about you? Why do you care? 
Well, I need acceptance. Why do you need acceptance from people you'll never talk to? Why do you care? Get to the bottom of that, and then maybe you'll save some lives. If you want to, in fact, save some lives. The checks you hammer won't be as big if you get checks at all out of it, but you would actually, probably, more than likely, uh, definitely actually, save lives. Unless, of course, it's the checks that this is all about, which, in all honesty, I believe it's all about the checks. It's a very lucrative business, butchering kids, sick people. This letter from the AMA continues, Attacks on healthcare institutions that threaten violence, intimidation, and physical harm have left hospitals, staff, and their communities shaken, but not stirred. Uh, attacks against them attacks against them that threaten okay now threats are bad but i'm not sure they're attacks because that's again the way that the left has bastardized the language words are violence no they're not they're not providers of evidence-based gender-affirming health care and their colleagues they're awfully defensive with these words they just go to the links that they will come up they'll put in four words two sets of two hyphenated words to cover up the fact that they're butchering the genitals of children. That's what they do. It's uh, evidence-based, gender-affirming health care. I want to see a breakdown of the number of kids they turn away. You know what? That, you want to you win me over to your cause or at least make me more sympathetic to your cause. You'll probably never win me over to your cause no matter what. But you want to make me more sympathetic to it. Show me the data that says, you know, every 150 kids who come in here, we only perform surgery or even give hormone treatment to one of them. We have weeded out. We look at everybody else and we say, no, you're not in it. But if the batting average is, you know, 100%, 90% or anywhere above one percent i'm going to sit there and go you're in it for the money you're not screen there's no screening process the screening process is well is your parents insurance going to cover this it will all right then yes we'll absolutely give you evidence-based gender affirming care that's what's going because if you had a screening process you probably wouldn't have so many people that you have to deny the existence of, meaning people who've had hormone treatments whose bodies have been forever altered and who sit there and regret it, or the people, the girls who've had their breasts removed at age 15 and now go, I'll never be able to nurse my child or the hormone blockers have made it so I'll never be able to have my own child and all that stuff. You wouldn't, you wouldn't have those if you had a screening process. You sure as hell wouldn't have so many of them. But since you're churning out seemingly more of them than well-adjusted people with butchered bodies, I might suggest that you don't have exactly the greatest screening process the world has to offer. Just, just saying. Uh, providers of evidence-based gender-affirming health care and their colleagues are facing increased stress and fear. Oh, well, then screw the First Amendment. I didn't realize they were facing increased stress. On top of the conditions they have faced while working on the front lines of the global pandemic for nearly three years. Oh, all right. Well, it's in the pandemic, I guess the First Amendment to tell these people that they're psycho, lunatic children butchers, that goes away. I didn't read that clause in the First Amendment. But then again, I never read it with a jeweler's loop, so I missed the fine print. 
Families seeking care at these institutions, as well as uh, our, uh, th- as well as those, why well, they didn't need an editor, as well as those providing their care, fear for their personal safety in the wake of these attacks. Yeah, welcome to the party, pal. Those of us who express conservative opinions are always being threatened by the left-wing mob. Do you know what we get from the left? Well, then you shouldn't probably be doing it. That's right. Yeah. That's why the Second Amendment is exists and is so important. Our organizations, it concludes, are dedicated to the health and well-being of all children and adolescents. So they're talking about kids, really preteen kids, young kids, all these, and adolescents. We are committed to the full spectrum of patient care from prevention to critical care. We stand with the physicians, nurses, mental health specialists, and other health care professionals providing evidence-based health care, including gender-affirming care, to children and adolescents. I, uh, it's like reading a, a letter from a prisoner, a child molester begging for a conjugal visit from a 10-year-old, begging for the administration to allow that. Please let us continue to butcher children and adolescents. And give us the younger, the better. That newborn reached for a Barbie. He's clearly got an Audi, but it means that he's a girl. Let's get him on uh, some puberty blockers. If we can really start butchering them young, we can probably charge a lot more for that. <gasps> I didn't realize I was committing a hate crime by saying that. On behalf of the patients and families we serve and the physicians we represent, we thank you for your attention to our request. Sincerely, American Academy of Pediatrics, Pediatrics, American Medical Association, and Children's Hospital Association. I don't care what you do to adults. Adult walks in there and they go, you know what? I want to be butch. I want a face tattoo. Go ahead. Get your face tattooed. I don't care. You want to bring kids into it and you want to, if you need to override parents to bring kids into it and all the sick things these people want to push on everybody. That's where I got a problem. I got a big problem with that. You don't like people responding to what you're doing then maybe you shouldn't be doing it. Huh? How about that one? You like that? You don't like that. You give that to conservatives who get threatened because they're conservative. But uh, when it comes back at you, you don't like that very much, do you? It's weird how that works. Almost like you have a double state. It's almost like you're... What's the word I'm looking for? Oh, yeah, it's almost like you're a raging hypocrite. That's right. It's because you are raging hypocrites. That's why. Your sickness, your sickness wants to... Go after children for profit. That's disgusting. Anyway, I just I wanted to bring this to your attention. This is uh, this is the battle lines of the 21st century, it seems, and it's going to be even more so going forward because the left is emboldened. They keep winning. They keep winning these arguments because they've demonize people who stand up to it. There are so many parents, there are so many kids who are afraid. Oh, we got all these kids to walk out of Virginia schools. Well, that's easy to do. And I guarantee you that the activist kids have a list of the the students who didn't walk out. And they're watching them. The liberals love their lists. They're watching those kids. They're going to start working on those kids. They're going to start bullying those kids. Agenda uber alles. And for always, the sick people, 
sick people and they're coming for kids. They need to be stopped. Anyway, we're, that's enough. Das ist genug. That's enough for today, ladies and gentlemen. But fear not, we'll be back to do it all over again tomorrow because crazy, crazy doesn't rest. So we have to be eternally vigilant. I appreciate you listening. Tell a friend. Be back here tomorrow as we do it all over again. Have a great one.